Hi, I'm Nick Armstrong, and this is Dear Fort Collins. It's a podcast designed specifically to discuss issues in and around Fort Collins, featuring experts from the city and county and elected officials. It's designed specifically to help make you a more informed neighbor of Fort Collins. This particular series of this podcast, I am interviewing city council candidates for even-numbered districts. I ran for city council back in 2021, and I know how hard it was to connect with every single voter and help spread the word about what my campaign stood for and why I wanted to run. And so I wanted to give each of the candidates their chance to get in front of you in this podcast in a medium where you might be comfortable, you might be sitting on your couch or driving in your car, able to listen to the words from the candidates themselves and get to know them a little bit better so you can make a more informed choice as a voter. Now, I do serve on the Parks and Rec Board for the City of Fort Collins, as well as the Box Elder Sanitation Board and my Neighborhood HOA Board. I am not here in that capacity. I am here as a private citizen, hoping to make my fellow neighbors more informed about their choices so that they can go to the voting ballot and know who they're voting for and why. With that being said, let's bring in our candidate. Shirley, introduce yourself. Hi, Nick. Thank you for having me and thank you for giving all of us candidates an opportunity to let the community know a little bit about us. My name is Shirley Peel. I have lived in Fort Collins for a little over 20 years. I've been married to my husband, Craig, for 35 years, and we have four wonderful children. My background is that of an educator, but for the last two and a half years, I've been serving on Fort Collins City Council as a representative for District 4. And I tell everybody, this is the best job I've ever had, and I love it, and I really hope to have the chance to keep serving the people of District 4 for the next four years. Shirley, why are you passionate about Fort Collins and what motivated you to run for local office? So as I said before, I have four children and we've been here over 20 years and I was able to raise my children here and Fort Collins has been an amazing place to raise my children. And Fort Collins has just given them so many opportunities. And, you know, I didn't really realize the opportunities that they had until I was in a parks and rec um, meeting and they were just talking about all the things they offer to our kids. And I actually started crying because I was like, oh my gosh, I have just realized um, how much the, the staff and the, um, the programs of Fort Collins helped me raise my children. But anyway, that's really why I decided to is because I wanted to give back to the community and when your children, all four of your children grow up and leave home, you have to find something else to do. And so I thought this was just a way I could give back to this community. Can you share a specific project or issue you'd like to tackle if you're reelected? Okay. So, you know, of course, we're talking about affordable housing. We're talking about transit. We're talking about homelessness. But specific to my district is after... Uh, being elected to council, I realized that when they annexed, when they did the South College and the South annexation, there were several problems that were left unattended. And so I have really been working to get some momentum to remedy some of those. And what that looks like is our electric lines have never been undergrounded. And so I'm working on that because this has become especially important in wake of the Marshall Fire because my district has 
quite a bit of natural areas and quite a few of our electric lines are still above ground. And so that's a concern. So I'm working on that. Uh, some of the roads, you know, when you get annexed into the city, if the roads aren't up to a certain standard, the city won't take them on. So I'm working on hopefully getting those um, brought into the city rotation of maintenance and upkeep. And then the thing I'm most excited about is South College. When they annex South College, it sort of left businesses in limbo because of the, you know, that's a state highway road. Um, like who, who, <laughs> who actually owns the, the access roads and who's responsible for maintenance. And so it started out with that, but now it's developed into, I really, really want to help the businesses on that end of town, create uh, a South College identity, just like they did in Old Town and Midtown and even in North Fort Collins, right? So that project of trying to get the business together to create a business improvement district, that's probably my favorite project right now. What makes you uniquely qualified to represent District 4? You know, I think that most people that run for um, city council have the best interest of the city at heart, right? Right now in this, and you know, everybody can make a contribution, but right now at this particular time, I think my voice is needed on the council because it is a balanced voice. And um, I also feel like I, because I have had listening sessions and because I have walked neighborhoods and had coffee with people and answered phone or phone calls, texts, and emails. I feel like I have a handle on what the needs are of my district because, you know, I think every council member would say each district has its own unique needs. And, and that's really true. District four is very, has very unique needs. And because in the, this past two and a half years, I think I've really been able to dig into those um, issues and start coming up with solutions. And also, I think I, just with my personality, I tell people, when you're a middle child, you learn how to be a, a bridge builder, a peacemaker, a moderator. And so I really do think that I do well with that. I work well with all segments of our community. And lastly, I, um, I'm fortunate and uh, fortunate enough to have a lot of time to devote to city council. Who do you consider a role model in the realm of public service and what have you learned from them? So I'm going to give you a name that you've never heard of. Um, Ellsworth Greer. Ellsworth Greer was my stepdad. And honestly, Nick, you remind me a lot of him. He was a community, no, for real, not, not age-wise, but he, he was a community activist, right? He, he lived in small towns all of his life, but he always looked around and said, what needs to be done? And in, in just like you, it was anywhere from parks to schools to whatever. One thing that he became very passionate about was volunteer fire departments. And so he created, you know, cause little towns don't usually have a big budget for fire department. 
so not only did he create volunteer fire department in the little town he lived in, he went to surrounding towns. He helped them organize theirs. Um, later, he taught at the fire school at Texas A&M. And um, he, uh, and then he was later a lobbyist at the state capitol for the Volunteer Fire Department Association in Texas. And so I just learned a lot from him of, you just look at what needs to be done and, and you can go out and do it. It only takes one person to start the ball rolling. So he, if you can't tell, my stepdad was my hero. <laughs> really, if you could have any superpower to help your community, what would it be? I actually have been thinking about this a lot. And I think healing. I am so concerned about the divide at the national level, at the state level, and then even the divide that I see here in our community. And honestly, if we can't figure out how to respect each other and listen to each other and compromise with each other, I'm afraid we're not going to make it. So my superpower would be healing. And last question, what is one piece of advice that you've received that you didn't take, but you wish that you had? You know, when I was looking at these questions this week or, or last week, I... I was like, I really can't think of any, I'm sure there has been some, but I just, I've been racking my brain and I can't think of it, but so I'm going to turn this around a little bit. If you don't mind one piece of advice that has helped me immensely is Jenny Arn said, cause I agonize over every decision. Like I seriously agonize over, is this the right decision for our community? And she finally said, surely all decisions can be undone. So if we see they're not working, then we can revisit it and tweak it or undo it. So that was such a relief to me because like I said, I'm, I'm not an expert in a lot of things. And so I just really it's the right decision. So that, that helps me a lot to know, okay, this is, we can always fix this if it's not quite the right decision for our community. Is there any lasting piece of advice or uh, things that you wanted to say to a listener and where can we find out more about your campaign? Since I've been elected, I've had the opportunity to go talk to groups, all kinds of groups about city council and what we do. I just want people to understand that City Council makes decisions that directly affect you. Every other Tuesday, we pass up to 20-something ordinances that directly affect you. So please find a way to stay informed about what we're doing and stay involved in your local community because I really believe that locally is where you can make a difference. And as far as finding out more about me, you can go to votesurelypeel.com or reelectshirleypeel.com and read all about me. Thanks for listening. And I hope you're enjoying this series of learning more about your city council candidates. It's so important to get out there and vote and do so from a place of comfort, knowing that you're voting for who you chose and why you chose them. I'm Nick Armstrong, and I can't wait to see you next time.